0: I am your host, Cole Dawson, and with me, as always, my hashtag team partner, Ron Kilborn. Ronald, how the heck are you today, bud?
1: I am doing fan titty Cole-sif. Uh, as this drops, WrestleMania has came and went, but we haven't seen it yet because we're professionals and we're getting this in the can before it airs. So, uh, we cannot indulge you uh, or your ears, audience at home, with uh, WrestleMania feedback or results. You're going to have to wait or never get it. Uh... <laughs> But uh, other than that, I'm doing stupendous, if I can just use that word one more time after the, the event that just happened. Cole,
0: how are you? If we could never use stupendous again, as long as I live, I'd be okay with that. Um, but I'm good otherwise. I mean, I'm having some difficulties here in general. My internet is down, so I'm recording with a, a, an internet hotspot somewhere. Um, I Yeah, I'm having construction done at my house. Uh, I, last week... We had a small family situation come up. It, yeah, I'm just all over the place, and Ron, like a champ, is working around my bullshit uh, to make sure we get these episodes out to you because I gotta leave and go out of town, so I can't record after the Mania. In fact, I'm gonna be on a 14-hour car ride during day one of the Mania. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad we're recording today, bud. Me too,
1: and you know, it's it's. It's just fine, because as long as we make it happen, we make it happen. And, you know, just like in wrestling, you got to make the towns, pal. And we're making the towns today. We're getting this in, and you will have a weekly show no matter what, ladies and gentlemen. And boy, do we have a barn burner of a show for you today, because, you know, what we do all the time, Cole, on this show is talking. So we're going to focus on the greatest talkers of all time. And this is a working title, but right now we're just kind of going with uh, a top ten. And uh, the working title is Top 10 Promos, Top 10 Mic Skills, Top 10 Stickmen, uh, whatever you want to go with, Top 10 Talkers. Uh, the, it's a working title in progress, and uh, there really is no holds barred here, Cole. If you have like a specific promo in mind that you just want to throw in, uh, I myself went with a uh, just a wrestler's entire body of work rather than a specific promo. Uh, so, uh, that is the show for today, ladies and gentlemen, a classic creative team, top 10, and we're discussing the greatest talkers of all time. Cole, uh, I alluded to it earlier before we pressed record. I have my top 10, but I don't have an order because just choosing a 10 (laughs) was really hard. Like my honorable mentions list is way bigger than my 10. And, uh, I'm excited to see what we come up with here today.
0: Yeah. This, this was one of the lists where like, yeah, top 10 was, uh. You know, there was, there's probably 40 guys we could put in our top 10 list. And so to, you know, j- whittle it down to 10 was hard enough as it is, which is why I'm glad we have, you know, we, we both give our top 10 and then we come up with a solidified top 10. Uh, but yeah, my honorable mentions list is longer than normal today. So this was painstaking and, you know, uh, inner monologue debate before we got to this point, but uh, I'm excited, bud.
1: All right. Well, I mean, without further ado, let's just jump into it. Like, what do you got? Give me your top 10 greatest talker of all time.
0: You want me to just give you all 10 or no, no, no. But you well, your 10 number 10 already. of 10. Yes. <laughs> my number 10. Uh, and this is going to go under a little bit of recency bias. Um, also maybe a little bit of personal connection with this, this gentleman, but my number 10 right now, and this might change because who knows what the future holds, but I've got, Eddie Kingston as my number ten promo guy in the history of the wrestling business.
1: I love it. I love it. I have some recency bias here too. I tried to split it because my goodness, the the people the the people of the past uh, are hard to compete with. But Eddie is a shoe in for just that kind of caliber of performer where uh, he's super believable. And I think the essence of a great promo is being believable first. Than putting the bells and whistles on it and that's who i'm talking about right now and the only reason that he's not higher up is just because of his age and time uh he could be way higher up on this list in a lot of people's eyes he might be higher up on your list i'm pretty sure but uh for me i'm just gonna put him number a nice humble number 10 because the sky's the limit for this gentleman and i'm going with mjf mjf is a solid number 10 for me a little You know, maybe maybe he might cut a promo on me uh, when he hears that he's number ten on a list of anything.
0: Well, yeah, MJF is on my honorable mention list. Uh, It was either it was yeah, it was either kind of MJF or Eddie Kingston for me here in this ten spot because just I mean Eddie's been in the business for a long time, but this is his first time really being you know on the biggest stage uh, possible. And MJF is 23. So, you know, 20 years from now, we'll revisit this list and uh, MJF might be, you know, uh, in that tippy top or, you know, somewhere in this top 10 list. But a little early for me to be putting MJF on my list as of right this minute. Whereas I've been an Eddie Kingston fan for about 15 years. Well, hey,
1: let me just continue the momentum and let me just steal the turn from you right here and now since we're on the subject. My number nine is one Eddie Kingston.
0: Oh, beautiful. Yeah.
1: Eddie Kingston is uh, just, you know, every time the dude's on camera, it's money. And, you know, he can really talk your ass into a building. Uh, he's he's not the normal looking cat, uh, even in modern wrestling, you know. But if you put a microphone in his hand, he's going to draw you some money. He's going to he's going to he's going to tour guide and direct traffic to your show. If you put
0: a mic in his hand. Well, uh, a lot of AEW talk here early on in the podcast today. My number nine, uh, and this one's debatable. He could definitely be higher on my list. Um, but like you said, when we're talking about older, the older generation, the older generation was all built almost 100% around promos, especially for TV. Um, I mean, we, you, when we first started watching wrestling, you know, the main eventers just cut promos on TV, and then they wrestled on the pay-per-views. Um, but CM Punk is my number nine. Awesome. Um I we've obviously we got the pipe bomb um but the promos he's been cutting on AEW has have sent him into another level for me. Um and I think the match qualities had at AEW has also raised Punk in my rankings of where I thought about him. Like before AEW I was kind of like, oh, you know, Punk's okay. I like him. He's solid. I get why people like him, but I'm not a huge fan. I'm a huge fan now, so fuck yeah, go CM Punk number nine.
1: Awesome, and you know we'll talk about him again because I really try to split this evenly between you know recent and you know old school. But you know CM Punk is kind of on the cusp of you know being somewhat old school. You know we're in our mid thirties now. He's been a thing since the early two thousands. We're 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 talking twenty years of a career here. So um, yeah, I think CM Punk has got a great catalog of of mic skills and promo moments even before his big run in wwe you know he made a real big name for himself cutting that straight edge promo in the indies because it was completely unheard of to be so you know adamant about the fact that he's clean and sober makes him better than you and those promos still stick out to this day i think e- especially if you're a punk fan so uh i'm gonna stick with the recency and i think i you know uh I think just judging by the scoreboard, I've talked about this gentleman enough, and you could say what you want about his booking and his in-ring stuff maybe towards the end, but he's another one of those guys where he owns the room when he has a microphone in his hand. And I'm going to talk about him here. Uh, my number eight is Bray Wyatt. Uh, I just... I'm a sucker for that type of gimmick, especially the first iteration of Bray Wyatt. The, the, the whole... Fiend stuff, you know, had legs, but then it just kind of died a miserable death. Uh, but the the backwater swamp cult leader promos were just so good to me, and uh, I uh, I think uh, I'm going to use this list as a platform to talk about how good of a mic artist he was.
0: Well, yeah, we we definitely know you like that kind of character, uh, because on one of our fantasy drafts, you went ahead, went ahead and went with the old Waylon Mercy gimmick. Um, which is kind of the precursor to the original Bray Wyatt. Um, And I think it showed that the Waylon Mercy character uh, had um, it was Dan Spivey, right? Yes. Yeah. Had he been in a little bit better condition, his body hadn't been so broken down at that point that 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 character really had legs. And uh, I know Bray Wyatt has made it his own, but I I think it just goes to show that that character really could have worked. Uh, even back then. And uh, yeah, I did not have Bray Wyatt on my list. But now that you say that, I'm definitely not mad at it. He definitely deserves to be talked about here today. Uh, definitely one of the, the talents today that captures the audience um, outside of the ring. So my number eight, now this might be a little bit controversial, one, that it's even on my list, but two, if I'm going to put him on my list, he maybe shouldn't be the so this low on the list uh I'm sure he's on your list somewhere but I've got the rock dwayne Johnson my number eight promo guy of all time
1: yeah even though even though you don't like you know the rocks and ring stuff you know and a lot of people don't you can't deny that probably the first thing you think about when it comes to Mike skills is this guy you know it's a, yes he's got He's got so many catchphrases. Uh, He was able to just, and not just the mic skills in general, just his aura about him, the way he can work a crowd by just standing there and just letting them go nuts before he even says says a word. He's like a walking, you know, pardon the pun, rock concert. You 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 he comes out there and he's going to play the hits before he even wrestles, and you know, and that alone he deserves a big platform on a list like this, because when you talk about my skills, you can put him up against anybody and I would be okay with that uh, assessment.
0: You went that deep on the rock. Um, did he miss your list, Ronald? No, no, not at all. Oh, okay. Okay. You just wanted to put him over twice. I got you. Yeah. No yeah. problems. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: I was just, I was just saying it was just more of a reaction to your preamble, you know, kind of you, Uh, Bringing up the fact, like, it it might be a shocker that he's on my list, but he's got to be on this list. And I think any. Oh,
0: for sure.
1: Yeah. I think any wrestling fan, even if you're not a fan of the gentleman, should know that dude's got a microphone. He's gold. Um,
0: Well, I mean, frankly, like, let's just be honest. Like, if we were going to start a roster and we really, we had, we could pick from any wrestlers in the history of always and. I was going to start a roster, even I would be foolish to not have The Rock be somewhere on my roster and make a spot for him. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm not a biggest fan of his in ring performances, but he can work, he can sell. Uh, he's a great promo. Like, you're going to get a lot. Uh, I mean, you're going to get more fans in the seat from The Rock than, frankly, Bret Hart, who we love. Um, and that's just all there is to it. You, you, we can have all the biases we want about his in-ring work, but uh, flat out, he's the biggest star in the history, you know, ever to come out of professional wrestling, even though he may not have been the biggest wrestling star. But right now, he's ba- flat out the biggest movie star on the fucking planet. Like there, you, There's no arguing how great The Rock is.
1: I agree. And number seven, you already talked about him, but I'm going to talk about him here. I'm going to go with CM Punk. Uh, you know, I was a diehard CM Punk fan, even in the beginning. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad he's won you over more now. Uh, I, I think he's doing some of the best work of his career now. And uh, <clears throat> um, it might be a, a strange comparison, but I, I can see it. He's basically playing the Terry Funk role in ECW right now. He's, he's you know, he's the, the old grizzled veteran that just comes in and he's putting these guys on a pedestal and making them mean more just by being in the ring with him. And, you know, uh, it may have been a smaller scale, or he may not be as over as Funk was. I mean, let, let's just be honest about that. Um, but it, it has the same type of feel to me. I feel like, you know, I, I always I always forget, like, just how up there in age he is. <clears throat> and uh, just, I think with that, you know, his story and just the things he says are just drenched in reality, I think, uh, puts him in the conversation as being one of the best uh, promos of all time.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I, there's no denying CM Punk uh, is a huge star at this point. I mean, how could you there's, I mean, his comeback, there's no denying it. He's might be honestly the biggest star that's actively in the business right now. I mean, of course, Cena and rock are bigger stars than punk currently, but I mean, I don't think there was anyone else that was going to get that crowd reaction that he got. So uh, absolutely CM Punk, solid number seven. And he may be climbing on this list, by the way. So, Oh, nice. Even 20 years into his career.
1: (laughs) Fantastic. And you know, he's really the only guy right now that just has that. You can do no wrong. We love you uh, type of reaction right now.
0: Correct. My number seven. Uh, Now this is one that I don't think he gets as much love. I, you know, this guy in general, I think he's better in the ring than he gets credit for. And I think he's a hell of a lot better on the mic than he gets credit for. Um, but Mick Foley, man, Mick Foley is my number seven promo guy ever. Uh, and, and But just if we go through the diversity of the amount of promos he's cut in his life, if you go back to like the WCW Cactus Jack stuff where he got Amnesia and they did all those segments and then you go to his man, well, his ECW stuff stands alone too. But then we go to the Mankind character and we talk about the promos where he's like in a dungeon in the dark and he's selling that character and the promo with JR where he, uh, you know, puts the mandible claw on him all the way up to like, this is your life, you know, Rock and Mick Foley stuff. Like, Mick could do everything from super serious to dark to silly and over the top. And uh, I think Mick Foley deserves a lot more credit than he gets overall in the history of the business. And I love Mick Foley, and that's why he's my number seven.
1: I love it. I love that he's on this list, on, on, on one of our lists, because he's an honorable mention for me. And it's, you know, all the points he just made, like, he, he's he was one of those believable guys, too. Like you believed everything he said, even though like he clearly was playing three characters at once on TV. You even like you know, borderline thought like, well, I know this is bullshit, but he seems to think it's real. So is, 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 maybe he's just that. Great. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he's just that nuts. So you know, I mean, and you and I'm also putting myself back to where I was 12. That's where I met mankind. Where I was 10, 11, 12. So you know, it's like the it's like the Undertaker thing. You know, I know he's not really dead, but something's not right here. yeah so it's just you know if you put yourself in your shoes as as a child and listen to that guy talk and then even as you grow up and listen to his uh, Cactus Jack stuff in ECW, some of it was really dark and awesome and probably the precursor true to someone like a Bray Wyatt and uh, which is gonna bring me to my number six because some would say that maybe this guy was a precursor to what Mick Foley did in his career and I'm talking about Jake the Snake Roberts Jake the Snake Roberts is like, I think the first believable WWE promo guy. Like, everyone else was like that, let me tell you something, or like the just very over the top Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man, uh, Hulk Hogan, just larger than life persona promos. But then you got Jake, who spoke so quietly and so intently that you had to like really listen to what he's saying as opposed to listen to all the noise and, and, uh, arm gestures and flexing that, uh, all the other guys were doing at the time. So I thought Jake stood out in that regard. And, uh, even when he's, you know, even when he gets a mic today, he's, he's still pretty damn good when he speaks. Uh, even when he came back and, uh, cut that promo on, uh, on Cody and said, you know, uh, like he doesn't, uh, he doesn't face anyone he respects and then turns his back on him and fucks off. Uh, so yeah, I, I think I think Jake deserves to be on a on a promo list and I put him right there just the, just below the middle.
0: Solid choice, Jake Roberts. All right, number 6 for me is Ric Flair. Ooh. And now Ric Flair is what yes, I know, a little low, but I, I you know, uh, is my, like how I just put Foley over for being able to do different promos and in and Sierra flair had one style of promo he did it for 30 years it's a great style but that's it rick Rick flair kind of a one-trick pony on the promo but it is a goddamn great promo ladies and gentlemen and uh yeah i just i there's not much there's not many guys that are better than flair at talking on the stick but i i just think there's a few uh that that made this list for me just out of believability you know, it's a little more believable for me, but uh, absolutely, Ric Flair belongs on this list, number six for me, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair,
1: and that's awesome. And I won't spend too much time on Ric because we're going to talk about him again on my list for sure. Uh, but that's going to bring me to right in the middle uh, of my list, and uh, I think he might be higher up on your list, or I, I at least I hope he's on your list, knowing knowing you. But I think. Uh, This was, like, the talker of talkers in the 80s. uh, And I don't think anything gets pointed back to him enough. It's always the stars of the show. But for my money, he's the guy that made the stars of the show important just by being the opposition uh, directly from them. And he didn't necessarily have to be the wrestler in the matter. And I'm going to go with Bobby the Brain Heenan. uh, Number five uh, for me. Bobby the Brain Heenan, uh, for all for all I know, could be way higher on this list or the final list. But uh, I think just for me, I'm going to put him right in the middle and uh, give him his flowers now because I think he is responsible for filling a lot of holes for a lot of wrestlers in the 80s who maybe didn't have such good mic skills. And he made them a bigger threat and a star just by giving him 30 seconds to talk about him, Uh, talk about whoever he's managing, rather. So, yeah, Bobby Heenan, one of the best talkers ever.
0: And your, your prediction is right. He is on my list, but I'm not quite ready to talk about him just yet. Uh, so number five for me. Um, no, probably not a surprise for you that he's going to be on my list here. Um, I think he's one of the most believable promos in the history of ever. Uh, and if you go back and watch some of his early work before WWF, Um, he cut some really, really great promos at, uh, the, the Poffo promotion. I'm going with the macho man. Randy Savage as my number five on my list. Uh, I think the, even just like the cup of coffee promo is just so good, but I mean, Randy Savage is one of those guys that never, ever turned it off for a second, uh, in front of a camera. And, uh, you really thought that the macho man was who he was. And when he was doing that crazy macho King gimmick, like you believed all of it. Um, then when he came, when Elizabeth, you know, softened his heart and brought him back to being a baby face, you believed all of it. Uh, I just think Randy Savage is really one of the best all around performers of all time. And, uh, yeah, I, I, we could talk about him nonstop all the time and I'd be good with it, but, uh. Randy Savage, my number five promo of all time.
1: I love it. And, you know, unfortunately, uh, I love Macho Man a lot too, but unfortunately, he didn't make my list because he kind of fell into that, you know, honestly, that same category you kind of, uh, that Ric Flair kind of fell into you. Like, if you heard the Macho Man promo, that's his cadence. That's how he delivers his promos. You know, I'm not saying that he says the same thing all the time like Flair does, but, you know, you know what you're going to get with a Randy Savage promo. It's going to be chaotic. It's not going to make a whole lot of sense, but you're going to understand what he's trying to say. Uh, and, but it's just that 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 voice is timeless uh, is, uh, you know, the fact that we never really talk about how much of a number like Hogan was number one. But like uh, Randy Savage was like either neck and neck or just a, a smidge number two. Like he was so gigantic. And just that character was so monumental The the Slim Jim commercials, like even if you weren't a fan of wrestling, you knew who the fuck Macho Man was. You knew where, oh yeah, came from. You know, it's just, you know, I'm glad we're talking about him because he didn't, he was on an honorable mention for me. And uh, I'm glad he's on your list. But uh, that's going to bring me to my number four. And this guy, uh, I'm pretty sure we hear his voice uh, more today than maybe Conrad Thompson. Uh, But this guy, come on. uh, You got to talk about him in a positive light. If we're talking about promos, you know, you could say what you want about his opinion in wrestling today. You could talk about, you know, anything you want about him negatively. And a lot of people do. And I I maybe listen to him like kind of a car crash podcast at times. But he has a lot of good observations. And but we're stripping all that away and talking about promos and his work before WWF. There is just hours of content of just him cutting promos. And it just looks so effortless. And shit, like, as I'm talking about it, he should be higher up. But I don't want to troll the wrestling universe. But I'm just going to rip it off like a band-aid. My number four is Jim Cornette, ladies and gentlemen. Jim Cornette is, you know, annoying as fuck. But, like, it's not go-away annoying. It's like you want to hear everything he says because you want to be able to hate him for everything that he's going to say. And he even does that in reality. Like, <laughs> he taught... Just his podcast, like, everything he says can either bite him in the ass or not. He doesn't give a shit. But, you know, he kind of approaches life as he would his promos. I'm gonna regurgitate all my honest opinions and just deal with the consequences how I see fit. And I think you don't get more real than that.
0: Jim Cornette, ladies and gentlemen. a uh, 100% agree. Um, d- d- I-, I agree so much to the point where... Uh, in my haste of putting this list together, uh, for whatever reason, um, somebody slipped my mind. And so I'm changing my list on the fly as we speak. And Ooh. I don't care. I'm going to, for the first time ever, I'm going to have uh, uh, 11 people in my top 10 list. It's our show. We can do whatever we want. So fuck off. Uh, because <laughs> it is, a, it, there's it's not, I'm not going to take the other guy off my list. I'm just going to share the number two spot uh, when we get there. So. My number four is Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yeah. God damn, Bobby Heenan is uh, maybe the most well-rounded guy in the history of the business. But Bobby Heenan promos, like I don't think we give Bobby Heenan enough credit for how over Hulk Hogan is, or was, or ever will be, because um, Bobby Heenan was the villain across from Hogan basically from WrestleMania two through seven VII or eight. And Bobby Heenan just kept producing guys to take on Hogan. If you showed up at WWE or WWF at the time and Bobby Heenan was by your side, you were over automatically. It didn't matter who you were, where you came from, what you looked like. If Bobby Heenan was there with you, you were a top villain in the company. Uh, and I think, it you know, we talk about guys like the, let's say the brain busters, right? Arn and Tully don't need a fucking manager. Those guys can cut a promo with the best of them as well. But you bring the brain busters in and you put them with Bobby Heenan. And right now they're number one contenders. They're right there at the tippy top. And uh, they got a nice title reign. Uh, Bobby Heenan, um, there's not many better managers in the history of the business than Bobby Heenan. Um, And we're going to talk about a couple more here in a minute. I have a feeling.
1: Well, I mean, I'll I'll uh, I'll kind of piggyback on this since we, you know, I already talked about Bobby Heenan and uh, you alluded to that maybe you have another manager up your sleeve. Uh but uh, I'm just going to say it right here and now, uh when it came down to choosing Bobby Heenan, it was between Bobby Heenan and an honorable mention of my list, Paul Heyman. I oh. I I decided to go with Bobby the Brain Heenan uh over Paul Heyman only because And I'll get to my argument of who I think is the best promo of all time. But I think somebody got Hogan over, like, on a mainstream level by being his opposition. But I give all the credit to Bobby Heenan for keeping it fresh and keeping it going and making uh, Hogan's babyface run more interesting as time went on. So I think Heenan kept it afloat. But who I'm going to talk about soon is the reason hogan got over
0: god damn it and and who you're alluding to right now also missed my list and and i'm a little bit miffed at that one but i'm okay with it i'm not going to rewrite my entire list for this but he might make that top 10 and that's why we're here two of us
1: two of us making top 10 so we can (laughs) fill each other's holes phrasing uh Uh, yes phrasing (laughs) so that brings me to my number three and uh, you know i was transitioning into it um Earlier, but uh, we talked about him, and I'm going to talk about him again. The Rock. Come on, you guys. The Rock uh, is, you think of promos, you think of The Rock. Uh, finally, The Rock, uh, or, uh, he. The Rock would wipe a cockatoo's ass with what you think. It's the only animal The Rock can think of. You know, just shit that isn't a catchphrase. Like, he just has, like, comedy gold just falling out of him, and he can go from comedy to serious to, like, just, complete gaga performances where he's playing guitar uh the segments with the hurricane uh all the all the go-home segments with austin just having fun you know i i think are just one of those guys where like you can do no wrong by putting a microphone in his hand and the rock is one of those guys uh the only reason he's not on my number one is because i feel like the Rock was something the business got to eventually, and I'm kind of giving my flowers to the people that made it happen to to begin with.
0: Uh, yeah, I love The Rock uh, as a character. Um, I it, uh, uh, there's just I mean, what more can we really say about The Rock? It's just his pro he his character? It's one of it's believable. I mean, it's like it's real. He comes across as real when you watch The Rock in there and he's talking. He comes across as natural and and just you believe everything he says, um, which is the epitome of my number three. I think my number three here might go down really when you think about it as the greatest baby face promo of all time. I don't think anyone really compares to this gentleman. Uh, and then when you look at his physique and his in-ring Work, uh, you understand that without the mic, this guy was never going to be a megastar. But he is one of the biggest draws in the history of the business, and that is one Dusty Rhodes. Uh, I there is not a better babyface promo out there than Dusty Rhodes, and it's hard to get over as a babyface without having someone at your uh, you know as your as a villain. Like, most baby faces get over because of the villains and the people that they're going up against. But you are going to root for Dusty Rhodes no matter what, as long as he had a mic in front of him and he got to talk. Um, and he's one of the the best wrestling minds ever in general. But I, I, Dusty Rhodes, for me, you put that Hard Times promo up, and really any promo he was cutting in the 80s, um, you're going to get hyped, and you're going to want to see whatever match he's in I think Dusty is the pioneer of babyface promos, and uh, I love everything about him. And uh, he definitely deserves to be high on anyone's list. Um, did he make your list, Ronald?
1: He did not make my final list because I knew we were going to talk about him through your list. But he is on my honorable mention. He unfortunately fell into that category again, where like I love I love his promos. I'm never I'm not taking away anything from his promos. One of my favorite promos he ever did was when uh, he uh, he asked. Dustin to be his partner, uh, you know. If you if you if you if you spend your entire life being a follower, the view never changes, baby. The view never changes. So, I I love that promo. I love I love Dusty, and he's probably a a, a big reason why a handful of guys are good at promos today. Um. So, yeah, didn't make my final list, but again, it just goes to show how stacked this is. And I knew that uh, the only way for me to talk about some of the recent guys uh, in order to talk about the recent guys is I, I should probably put them on this list because I knew you were going to talk about Dusty. And I'm glad we are. So that's going to bring me to my number two. And you talked about him earlier. Number six is kind of odd for, for a list like this. But number two for me is Brick Flair. And now I have mentioned that you know I, a couple guys fell into that category where he you just kind of play the hits. And you 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 have your own cadence, but I feel like Flair was like I don't know the original just for me. And like I, I follow a thing on Instagram called No Context Flair Memes, and it's just people, <laughs> and it's just people who make videos and have like a caption on top, and then whatever follows it is something that Flair is saying. And it's just like there's so much shit that's filler that he says that doesn't like get highlighted enough. It's always the alligator shoes. It's always space mountain. It's always like. The woos, of course, but there is just like throwaway lines that he'll do that are just so gold and like, and not for maybe not talk about what he's saying. It's just that he's saying something so obnoxious, but the way he's saying it and the crazed look in his eyes, I was like, how can this guy believe that? <laughs> and, uh, I, I think, yeah, for me, that's why he's higher up on this list for me. And, uh, and I'm glad that we got to my number two because I think you're going to be shocked slash proud, maybe, of my, who I feel number one is.
0: Uh, not shocked because it it's a no-brainer um, uh, if, I'm, if I'm thinking of the same person that you alluded to. Uh, but a slightly embarrassing that he didn't make my list. He's definitely making the final uh, show list. But my number two, um, I have a tie. I couldn't decide. I'm not going to decide. Uh, I think both of these guys are up here. And I think that uh, they both deserve more credit than even you gave them. But uh, one, Paul Heyman, who I don't think deserves to be on any honorable mention list when it comes to promo. Uh, just, even if you just watch his ECW stuff. Like, okay, this guy's a motivator. He's great. But if you go back to the feud in the 80s with the other gentleman who I have tied with the spot. Um, and what he's doing right now for, like, let's just, Paul Heyman got Roman Reigns over. I'm just saying, like, five years ago, uh, even three years ago, if anyone thought, hey, Roman Reigns is actually going to get over with the smart marks, everyone would have told you, you're insane, you're stupid. But Paul Heyman has worked his Heyman magic and made it happen. And what Paul Heyman has done for Brock Lesnar for the last 10 years is just otherworldly, not to mention how good Paul Heyman was on commentary. I mean, he was fantastic. So, I, 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 Paul Heyman is just as good as it gets. Um, but I have him tied with one Jim Cornette, number two. Like, hey, oh, God, Jim Cornette is one of our favorite uh humans to listen to talk like. Seriously, like I've had people, you know, I talk about his podcast. like, man, he takes an hour to get into the actual podcast to talk about shit. I'm like, yeah, but his stories about the birds and the deer in his fucking backyard are better than anything else that's happening on professional wrestling today. So like, I don't care. He can talk about whatever he wants for four hours and I'm going to listen because he's the best orator around.
1: Do you know what kind of a podcast flex it is? to put out eight hours of just your ads.
0: Yes. You, yes. You're that
1: confident in you being entertaining that you think you can ca- you can you hold the audience attention just by your ad reads for the whole year. Yes. And it did. For eight hours. And I listened to all, all of it. And it was hilarious. So yeah, I mean, I'm not mad at the tie because I think they both have equal footing. It's just when I put Paul Heyman up against Bobby Heenan, I kind of just went with Bobby Heenan, whereas like you said it yourself. Anybody you put Bobby Heenan with was over, whereas I feel like maybe there was a couple of trial and errors when they tried making Paul Heyman guys. Um,
0: Well, not necessarily for me. I don't think there was a trial and error. I think they said, oh, Cesaro, he's a Heyman guy, and then Heyman was never with him after that. If they would have actually gone balls to the wall, well, they did have all. They
1: did. They did have a whole run. He did. The, he won the King of the Ring. He became the King of Swing. He gave him the Swiss Cyborg and Swiss Superman nicknames. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it. Like yeah, failed. but I
0: still think. Yeah, I still think that it. What they didn't fully commit, like.
1: And then poor Curtis Axel too. Curtis Axel was another Paul Heyman guy.
0: Yeah, but uh, I don't think even Bobby Heenan could have got Curtis Axel over to the point of. <laughs> like, oh, uh, unless... I mean, you have to have some kind of charisma. Well, unless he was Joe
1: Henning, because there's a connection there.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, because at least you could lean on that. But yeah, because yeah, you could have had Heyman or Bobby Heenan with Kurt Henning's son, yes. and it could have, you know, at least that people would have been interested. But yeah, yeah, I'm not. Uh, Joe Henning is one of those like, oof, oof, yeah, like he he could work, but like he didn't That's get it. that natural charisma that his dad had, and so it is what it is. But I mean, one of my favorite other things to do since we're putting over other podcasts, uh, <laughs> listening to the uh, Tony Shavani podcast with Conrad. They play these corny promos every week because they're just watching like 1989 the whole year, and they go and and they and they let all the corny promos play because it's it's just gold. It is. I mean, it and that, but that I think that's the reason why earlier when you mentioned like you tried to have a little bit of recency, like yeah, but. Nowadays, guys cut promos once a month, maybe, or you know, twice a handful of promos a year. Whereas back in the day, Corny was cutting one, two, three promos a night, and they were all phenomenal. And uh, the only reason that he's not my number one is because my number one for me is head and shoulders above everybody else, like it, it for me. Um, but I'm a little sad, um, that I don't have your number one on my list, so Ronald. Why don't you make the big reveal now, so I can feel dumb?
1: Well, I'll I'll make the big reveal, and you know you shouldn't feel dumb because I I I don't hear often that this is a people's number one uh, promo guy, and but when I do, I feel like oh this guy knows what they're talking about. Yes. Uh and especially the more and more I argue this point, um, I alluded to it earlier, uh, whereas Bobby Heenan kept. H- Hogan's babyface run fresh by being the opposition going forward. Uh, but I feel if you're going to talk about Hogan being the business and being the reason the business is what to- what it is today uh, and you also have the argument of no babyface is worth a shit without their opposition. It takes a real great heel to make a real great babyface and if you're going to provide this on a show that you're basically gambling everything on your first WrestleMania match ever, who is going to be that opposition that got this guy as over as he is and had this big blow off and payoff? Who's going to be the villain that gets foiled. And I'm just talking about right now. I'm only talking about his contributions to, to, to Hogan. Let's talk about everything else. Like every other promo he's ever cut uh we at the creative team even put his most post retirement most recent promo up against Chris Jericho and it was one of the most moving real things you'll hear from a person and you know it's maybe it's performance maybe it's over embellished but it no it was real and he delivered it like an emotional wrestling promo because he was still good enough to do it even then and let's just fucking say his name out loud my number 1 promo stick man mike skills of all time is rowdy rowdy piper come on guys this guy this guy invented believability so much so that like he would make people like on camera question like how crazy he was like there's a there's a very famous video floating around of uh, danny DeVito being interviewed by mtv or whatever and it's at a wrestling show and out of nowhere a piper just storms into the room post-match and starts yelling about whatever and Either Danny DeVito was smartened up. I don't think that was even a thing back then. Either he was smartened up or he was a very good actor and just decided to play along. But he looked so confused and just kind of, like, blurred himself in the background because he couldn't, like, comprehend the performance or this real-life meltdown this person was having. And it's it's a sight to see. Just, just type in Danny DeVito and Roddy Piper. Uh, and he would... He would... Just hearing stories about him, like, he would throw people off guard so many times. Like, he would work the boys backstage. That that would, he would make them think twice about just, I actually thought he was crazy. (laughs) You know, like, just going back, like, like, what the fuck's this guy's problem? And then you just, like, look back and think, like, man, most of that's a performance. That is dedication to... His craft and I think if you're gonna if you're gonna make the argument that Hogan is the business and Hogan's the reason why the business skyrocketed, then you damn sure better say that that wouldn't happen without Roddy Piper in my opinion.
0: No, I agree and here we are what 35, 37, 38 years later and we're still chasing down Piper's pit segments. We're still trying to find anybody to fill that void that was left by rowdy Roddy Piper in the Piper's pit. And I mean, we've done everything. We had the barber shop. We had, um, uh, you know, Shawn Michaels.
1: Heartbreak Hotel. Highlight reel. Ms. TV. Carlito's Cabana. The Cutting Edge.
0: <laughs> so yes, many of them. I mean, just yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but Brother Love, yeah. like we've been chasing this shit for for forty years almost to try to capture the magic that was recreated by hot rod rowdy, rowdy Piper in the eighties. And, um, you know, I, I, I say, I'm, I'm slightly embarrassed because I have the rock on my list and I don't have rowdy, rowdy Piper. I
1: mean, think about that though. No, like you, you even made an argument that I didn't even come up with. We, we have been chasing down a Piper's pit ever since, and nothing has been as over as the Piper's pit. And think about it. This is a top 10 list about talking. And the first, if you want to call it a talking segment ever in sports entertainment is Piper's pit. So it, it, it just goes to show like, Oh, this guy could talk his ass off. Why don't we build a whole segment around him talking?
0: But, but yeah, but even just think about the things that happen on Piper's pit. Well, you know, obviously the coconut with Jimmy Snuka comes up, but where did the Andre, the giant heel turn happen for WrestleMania three? It was Piper's mm-hmm. pit. So not only did Piper, you know, have, was he, he like, he was the biggest the second biggest part of WrestleMania one and it existing in the first place. Um, But he also was a huge part of the biggest storyline in the history of professional wrestling, Hogan and Andre. So like there's no argument whatsoever that Rowdy Roddy Piper is one of the all time great talkers. And he's definitely going on our final list and pretty high on our damn list. If I'm just going to say so right now. So my number one for me, and I don't even think there's really an argument against this man. Um, to me, he is head and shoulders above everyone else. Even when I was a kid, like I was legit scared of this man uh, as a kid. And it's not because he had mystical powers or any of that shit. It's because I genuinely saw when he looked dead into the camera and, and talked in his quiet voice, almost whisper. You believed everything he said. This is a man that made half the people in America get up off their couch, go up to the TV to try to fuck with the volume knob because he decided he was going to cut a promo and for the first 15 seconds just move his lips but not let any words come out. And then he starts laughing and says, See, I can make you get up and adjust your television even though nothing's wrong with it. I can control you. I have you in the palm of my hands. Jake the Snake Roberts to me, is the golden standard of promos in professional wrestling. He's the most believable, uh, and he had his own style. He did what nobody else could do. I fucking love Jake Roberts. Uh, he is head and shoulders, to me, the best promo guy that's ever lived. Um, and, and, and he just, he's unique. there will never be another Jake Roberts. And uh, I'm so glad he's back in the wrestling business now. I do wish they would let him talk more. I wish he had a a bigger role at AEW because I just want to see him talk. I don't care what he has to say. And it's one of my new favorite podcasts now that he has a podcast. I love it. I love listening to Jake. I don't care so much about the DDP heavy episodes, but the Jake episodes, absolutely, ladies and gentlemen, go out of your way. Check out the uh, DDP uh, snake pit podcast because Jake's stories are incredible. And he always has me at listening at the utmost attention, I love Jake Roberts, and he is my number one promo guy of all the time.
1: See, that makes me happy, and and it's re- and it's really nice because, like, when I put him on the list, you know, it was like Jake Roberts, cool, moving on, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> What shitty opinion does Cole have on Jake Roberts? And how how have we gone through twenty years of friendship for me not to know his shitty opinion about Jake Roberts? So I'm really happy to know that I've been swerved, and that Jake Roberts is number one on your list because I was about to have a, a raw meltdown. Uh, but I'm glad, I'm so glad that he's making the final list.
0: I'm so glad that you didn't even call me out when I did that too. Like it made it it made it so much better for me. Yeah, well, no, because
1: it was like it was like I was thinking about it. I was like. Am I missing somebody?
0: <laughs> I was like, yeah, solid choice. Yeah, so like on. in my in my mind, I
1: was like, I don't care what he picks. He hasn't picked Jake Roberts yet. <laughs> but yeah. but no, I'm glad. It's a it's a it's a positive turn and uh, it's it was actually it made me think like, what who who, who the hell is he going to pick? Cuz you know, he didn't have Piper. So, uh yeah, yeah, solid. I'm excited. I'm excited he's on number 1 for you.
0: So, I will say this right now. We basically have eight that we are in agreement on that need to be on this list. Um, and the two that you submitted, MJF and Bray Wyatt, are ones that we don't match on. However, MJF is on my honorable mentions list. So, um, we're going to go ahead and put Roddy Piper on there. And I may agree with you and put him number one. And I will make a, yeah, I go will ahead. Make a
1: bargain with you that I feel because you make compelling arguments, I say we remove the tie and just throw Heyman in there.
0: Okay, I'm good with that. So then we have nine. Okay, the only one on my list that I feel like we absolutely need to put on my list that's not on yours is Dusty Rhodes. So I, I say this is the easiest top ten of all time for us. We don't have a lot of debate. We agree wholeheartedly on nine of them. Um, but I think we need to put Dusty in this I list. I agree
1: tremendous and while you're doing that i'll just rattle off some honorable mentions you know i mean let's talk about chris jericho he was at one point one of the funniest promos in, in wwe um you know i i, I was very comfortable on making him an honorable mention uh didn't make my top 10 uh raven i mean i'm not a fan of ravens and ring work but the dude always captivated me when he spoke um who else you know i all the ones we've we've talked about Dusty Rhodes, Macho Man, Ho- uh, Hogan. Uh Guilty Pleasure, Warriors promos, fucking gold. The, it's the dumbest thing. Yes. dumbest thing you'll ever hear. It's a train wreck, but it's fantastic. And uh let's let's you know let's just not completely gloss over Austin. You know, Austin was fun. Uh he had he had his hits that he played, but they never got old. Um he was another one of those, you know, you know, drenched in catchphrases guy. Um Vince McMahon. I'll, I I got to give a nod to Vince, you know, even though he's kind of like, you know, he he has a vision and he knows what a promo should be. Uh he kind of has a cheat sheet there, but the man can can deliver one for sure. And I'm going to one more, one more, well actually two more because the one that I'm thinking of uh kind of ties into another guy that should be talked about. But uh and I, I got to thank uh Mad Mac Macintosh for showing me everything that that's ever happened. <laughs> Uh, between these two uh, but if you're gonna talk about promos and just someone just catching fire uh, and just getting it immediately, I gotta talk about Andy Kaufman's promos just once. I don't think yes I'm, yes I don't you think do. I'm ever going to get a chance to talk about Andy Kaufman on this show again so I'm just gonna throw it out here right now. his promos leading up to the other guy I'm referring to Jerry Lawler uh, just those two guys alone basically broke through to pop culture because they were such good promo people. So I think you know as funny as the angle was, is now, uh, it was huge then. It's this is before internet, before K, the, before K was completely dead. So P, uh, half people bought into this. Uh, Andy Kaufman, you know, being an actor, a kind of a strange cat, doesn't get credit for the amount of workerness that he put into that angle too.
0: No, I agree, and I think this is pro- this is one of the, the top ten lists We could easily done a top twenty five and had no problems whatsoever. None coming up with 25 because I, I, I Jericho's on my honorable mentions as, as well and of course Austin I love Austin I, I you know uh, I, we joked uh, last week about the what promos um, but uh, you know that it's it, it stuck it's stuck it, we're, we're 30 year you know 20 years later and people are still saying what every time someone talks I think Ted DiBiase is another guy that uh, you know deserves a little bit of love on today's episode. And Hulk Hogan, god damn it, like the Hulkster, brother. Like yes. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Definitely deserves it. Um underrated. Um but Scott Hall. I think Scott Hall was a great promo. Um I I, I don't think anyone else would have I, I don't think the NWO invasion angle would have been better with any other human cutting that first promo. Like the whole character and the tone that they were trying to set with that. I think Scott Hall was the absolute perfect person for that promo, and it wouldn't have been as good otherwise. And one of my all-time favorites, I always go back to it, Terry Funk, ladies and gentlemen. Terry Funk, get a little bit of love for the promo. Uh, Just
1: to to tackle on Scott Hall, too. I mean, you got the NWO, which is regarded as the coolest thing going at that time and also the coolest faction ever. So to to be the front man as the spokesperson for something with that perception... You gotta, you gotta, you know, tip your hat to that. Yo. know, if you're, if, if you're so cool that you can lead the promo charge on the coolest faction ever at the time, you know, that's gotta say something. Um, I had another honorable mention, but I can't another think of it. It just came to me. Came, came and went. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> came, came it, it and came went. Came and went, yes. Uh, but no, uh, it just came back. But, uh, I mean, we gotta talk about, you know, maybe he doesn't have like monumental promos. But you want to talk about someone who can control an audience and just, you know, have everyone in the palm of his hands, no matter how much they try to throw him off. Uh, John Cena has got to be talked about as a Mike, uh, Mike skill guy. Yeah, he's uh, I mean, he even got the rock flustered one time and called him out uh, with with a promo. Yeah, uh, he's I, I think he deserves to be talked about. Maybe not on anyone's top 10, but as far as like having a blueprint for a babyface promo and being able to turn a crowd no matter what their opinion is of him because I've seen him do it millions of times where it's just let's go Cena, Cena sucks, boo, you can't wrestle. And then he'll turn them on a dime and make yeah. them like his promo. And I think that's a talent even in itself.
0: Well that but that made me think of no one and, and I gotta say I was writing our top ten list out when you did your honorable mentions. So I hope you didn't say Undertaker, but I think Undertaker deserves a little more credit. Um just think about the material he was given And how just about every other person who's got a death gimmick, uh, no pun intended, but, like, just, like, this gimmick shouldn't get over, it shouldn't work, this is total nonsense. But he got it over, and it was great. So, I think Undertaker deserves a little bit of love. Yeah, he sure does. He sure sure does. And, like,
1: even his promos when he became, like, a human being were really good, too.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So... But we could go on all day. I think the more we talk about honorable mentions, the more people will pop in our minds. Because, like, even honestly, like, a Santino Morella, like, deserves a little bit of credit. I know, you know, over the last few weeks, we've made fun of Santino quite a bit. But, like, his character was great. And it really got over. And maybe a little bit of love for Sensational Sherry. You know, we haven't talked about any women cut promos today. But Sherry was damn good as a promo and a character and deserves a little bit of love here today. So, uh. I think with that, though, we should get to our uh, final reading of the official uh, Creative Team Top 10, Ronald. If you got the order ready, I'm just going to rattle them off right now. Numbers, numbers, numbers. Number 10. Eddie Kingston. Number 9. CM Punk. 8. Paul Heyman. 7. Bobby the Brain Heenan. 6. The American Dream, Dusty Rose, baby. Number 5. The Rock. 4. Jim Cornette, ladies and gentlemen. Three. The Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Woo! Two. Jake the Snake Roberts.
1: And number one.
0: The Hot Rod, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, on this day, Ronald is 100% correct.
1: Yes. (laughs) I have come here to make top tens and kick ass, and I am all out of top tens.
0: Oh, so great. So that's going to do it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. For Ron Kilborn, I am your host, Cole Dawson, saying thank you, we love you, and good night thanks for
1: listening find us on instagram and twitter at creative team pod or just the creative team on facebook follow cole dawson on twitter and instagram at cole 2130 and follow yours truly on instagram or twitter at ron for your life number four we'll see you next week on another episode of the creative team